We received a question from a busy couple who might be just too busy to have sex. Toward the end, we're going to give you five when and where's to have sex. Here's what they said. I'd love to hear more about ways couples can find time for sex and intimacy when both partners are really busy or both working full time and might not have tons of time to have sex with foreplay and aftercare. I really appreciate the open conversation about sex. Definitely lacking these conversations about what sex can look like within the covenant of marriage. Thank you so much for sending in this question. We love getting your questions. So if you do have a question for yourself, go ahead and email hello at dearmarriedcouple.com or you can DM us on IG or even DM us through YouTube. And if you want your voice in the episode, which we think is pretty cool, you can ask via the speak pipe and we'll put that in the show notes as well. All right. So let's answer this question, shall we? Yeah, let's jump in. Let's assume that you both think that sex is important. Even if you guys have differing drives or more sensitive accelerators or brakes, we like to say one of you might want sex more than the other, but let's assume that you both think sex is important. You both want to have sex, but you're just having a challenge trying to find time to have sex or to prioritize sex. So this is something that comes up, I think for all couples, really at some point in their life, they're going to feel too busy to have sex. First part of it is I'm thankful that you guys are recognizing the fact that you're too busy, but, and you want to, first of all, communicating that back and forth, um, really does start to communicate, Hey, I haven't forgotten about you. Mm -hmm. Um, this is really important to me. Let's figure this out. So Let's start there. All right. And we're going to give you five practical when and where to have sex as a busy couple. So stay tuned for that. But before we get into the practical five when and where's, we want to ask you a question. What is your reality? A lot of people say, yeah, we're busy. We both work full time jobs like this person who asked this question. But what is your reality truly? You have 1,440 minutes (laughs) in the day are all 1440 minutes taken up. Good question, right? I actually had a client very recently that I worked with that had the same um, same problem. They were both working. They were both in different, um, had different time schedules. So he worked very late. She worked like a kind of a normal shift. They had a kid. They were very involved with ministry and their church. So they were absolutely booked, they thought, and they were putting sex. Sex was the last thing. It was like kind of that, hey, once everything else is taken care of, then we'll try to invest in our marriage. And what I did is I slowed us down and said, okay, well, let's actually see just how busy you are. <laughs> and I broke down their week. And I, what we call this is your ideal week. That would be a really great place for you guys to start. Actually put a calendar out on the table together and write in, what would your week look like? So you get home at, let's say two, and then you have uh, like a decompression period where you just need 10 minutes to go take a shower and chill. And then after that, you're going to engage with family activities. And maybe your wife, if she's been home for a while, she can go off and do her thing while you play with the kids. If you're, if I'm talking to the man, you see what I'm saying? So what we do is we literally on a typical week, lay everything out. And then we start asking, well, when would intimate time fit? How could we both meet our, you know, get our needs met here? Yeah. And so when you do that, make sure that you're detailing the ideal week from start to finish. You talked about coming home at two o'clock, but you would actually start that in the morning. You know, ideally I would wake up at this time and Mm -hmm. we would spend time with the Lord in prayer or ideally 
I would work out before work or I'd go work out after work. Put all your ideals in there. We're not saying this happens every week perfectly, <laughs> but put in what your ideal week would look like if you're honoring your values as a family and as a couple. You're going to have time for ministry in there. You're going to have your communion with the Lord. You're going to have time for each other, for family, all of the above. So put out your ideal week on paper so that we can see what your reality actually is. Yes. I always in jest tell people you know you don't forget and put on the back burner eating you don't put on the back burner well some people do for like, like a meal or two at yeah, a time we're getting gas right like we're just not gonna get we don't have time for get, get for getting gas you have <laughs> time for the things that you know just are important that must happen yeah so make this a must happen thing connection goes so far and will save you time in the in just clear thinking on oh my word, like yeah. how much sex actually helps with clarity of thinking and connection. And we are working together as a team and you could be doing that now, but just think of how much better that team feeling will be. You'll function much better as a team. Okay. Next. So part. if you're like us in certain seasons of our lives, you're going to do this ideal week and you're still going to have very, very few pockets of time because you legitimately are very busy. Maybe you have absolutely no downtime, which is not healthy by the way, or maybe you have very, very little downtime. And so you're like, look, when would we actually have sex? So here's our advice to you. Make use of small pockets of time. And remember at the end of this, toward the end, we're going to give you five when and where's to have sex. Um, but until then, we just want to give you some advice. Make use of those small pockets of time. Yes. So we've learned that highly efficient people actually start looking more minutely at their calendar. It's not, they're not looking for a, a two hour sex break. This might look like a, you know, a 30 minute break or, or a window that you guys are both awake. You guys are both still energetic and can turn toward each other. And uh, we'll, we'll get to the fact that some people have a hard time doing that in 30 minutes, but this could be actual actual sex. Maybe the lead up is, you know, during the day where you guys are looking forward to it. But let's say you find your ideal week, then you can actually chart, hey, we're going to be intimate right here in this 30 minute window. Goodness, so, it can be a 15 minute window. Right. So that would be <laughs> a little tip here is I found that a lot of people are um, too generous with how long sex actually takes. Or they make it in their mind yeah. to take it's this yeah. huge barrier to get to mm -hmm. but why not you you guys time it make it a challenge <laughs> like how fast could you go and that might be difficult for some people that might actually put performance anxiety on it them could. it just depends on the couple but for some couples this could actually be a fun challenge and it could make it more erotic to say how fast can we go let's see and by the way, we are not recommending this for every single time you have sex for indefinite periods of time. No, this is not a fix all forever. No, like, but if you find yourself in a season, like maybe you're in training at a job where you have this long commute and you guys are ships passing in the night and you're like, this is going to last for the next four weeks. Yep. You know, we're talking about that. We can, we can set up little pockets of time, 15 minute pockets. Yeah. But if this is you guys forever, like, and you have no, um, end in sight, you yeah. have no, no idea of when it would change. Then you have a different problem. Well, find a new job. <laughs> yeah. You need to shift your, your calendar around a bit. If, if this is an ongoing problem, but if this is a season where you're like for this particular season, 
we need some help with when and where we can have sex. There's a tip, make use of small pockets of time. And so, um, by the way, longer sex is important. And so if you're kind of in that season of doing small pockets of time, try to find a point at some, you know, sometime in the calendar, maybe in the next couple few weeks where you guys can put an hour on the calendar to just really enjoy each other and have that what we call sex aftercare or the do's and do's don'ts of post sex. We have a whole guide on that. It's free. You can download it and we'll put it in the show notes. And that's crucial. It's not every single time you're going to be able to do those um, post sex care items, but but we want you to do it as often as you can. The last tip here is maybe to reframe how you look at sex. A lot of couples in these seasons, when they're really, really busy, they start to look at sex not as a rest from all the other craziness around them, mm. but they start seeing it as a we should. Like, oh, you know, it's we haven't connected in a while. We need, we need to have sex. We should have sex. But it's it's... That just puts shame and pressure on you guys connecting. Well, and it's obligatory. It's a checklist yes. item at that point. Yeah. Checklist sex is, it's still good, but it's not the best. Right. And we're into helping couples experience the best. So start to look forward to it. So I would challenge you whenever you start thinking about sex during the day, if it's on your calendar, you see it coming up and you're like, Oh, you get, you get that temptation to be like, Oh my goodness, I got to do this. I got to somehow get myself in the, in the mood. Yeah. Here's the thing. Start to look at maybe little, I just start to go back in your memory about, Hey, these have been all these wonderful times we've connected and how wonderful it feels after we have sex and how much I've got out of it are these little aspects of sex that are very pleasurable to you start to reframe it, not in this gigantic, enormous thing that we have to get ready for, mm. but instead try to focus on the places that you're grateful and looking forward to. So instead of uh, we should have sex, change it to, I can't wait to have sex. Here's why. And give yourself those reasons to look back on and to look forward to. Yes. And then share them. Yeah. Share them with your spouse. Take those opportunities to send a text, to look forward to it, to remind him or her about this and th that you're looking forward to it, that they're on your mind. Mm -hmm. And that way, when you get to that, maybe that 30 minute window, it won't be so difficult to, you know, get where you need to go. All right. So here we go. Five practical when and where's to have sex. So the first one is shower sex. Don't underestimate the power of a shower. I didn't even plan for that to rhyme, but there you go. <laughs> so we actually have a sticker on our shower that says save water, shower together. And we're proponents of showering together. Even when you're not having sex, it's very intimate and erotic for you to be naked together in a steamy shower and just have those few moments to hold each other. So we know you make time to shower, or at least we hope you do. And so if you can shower together, even if the kids are home, as long as they're safe, you can shut the door probably for like five, 10 minutes and say, mommy and daddy are taking a shower together. Yep. One other tip, make sure that the other person soaps the other person up. Oh yeah. Privileges. Those are good <laughs> things. Yes. Okay. So that's number one about a, where you can have sex. But if you're like, I don't know, like we shower at different times. Like we, there's never a time where we shower together. Another one here, another tip for you. Middle of the night sex that happens sometimes. And it's really erotic and a lot of fun. Yeah. And so this could be something that maybe you do spontaneously 
um, with the permission from your spouse, like where you know, hey, sometime in the next week, if you wake up in the middle of the night, wake me up in a sexy way and let's get it on in the middle of the night. And make sure that you clarify what a sexy way is. (laughs) All right, next one. Okay, number three, early morning sex. And actually, this is really helpful, especially for men, but women can enjoy it too. Testosterone levels peak in the morning for men. So that's when that that um, testosterone is up, drive is up, and it, it's a great time for the two of you to enjoy yes. something quick. Also, testosterone peaks for women at night. Yes, so night sex is good too. <laughs> but if, if you guys wake up at different times, talk with each other ahead of time and say, hey, you know, you get up at 5.30, I don't get up until 6.45, but I'm willing to get it on with you in the morning if you wake me up at 5.15 and then I'll stay in bed afterward and you can go get ready for work. There you go. Next one is lunch break phone sex. Why not? I mean, you can, you have technology, thank God for it. You could actually have a good time. And even if you can't have sex during the day like that, you can send a picture that's erotic you know you don't have to be fully undressed to be erotic just have fun with it remember this is your spouse a lot of people hear something like that and they're like oh no that's that's not okay that's That's dirty or weird this is your spouse like you're allowed to have fun and fantasize with your spouse and it's good it's blessed there's actually lots of um examples of that in the song of solomon Obviously, they didn't have phones. It wasn't phone sex. (laughs) But they do fantasize about each other in a sexual and erotic way. Number five. So if you work a PM shift and you're like, my spouse is already asleep by the time I come home, agree upon this ahead of time and ask your spouse, can I wake you up when I come home, even if you're already sleeping, and we'll have sex before we go to sleep together. And this may be actually having sex or it might just be naked cuddling, erotic you know, time together. Keep in mind, guys, it doesn't always have to be intercourse. Um, Any of these ideas we gave you for the practical when and where can be erotic time together that you're just connecting and that's emotional and physical intimacy, even if it's not intercourse. Yes. Look, the more time you guys spend talking about it, planning about it, or planning to do it, um, the more time you spend in this space, the more you guys will get out of it. Yeah. So make sure you guys are talking about sex, asking questions. That's why we created the card decks, expectations. And by the way, if you want a great uh, 10 ways to spice up your intimacy in the bedroom, you can go to deargirlmarycouple.com forward slash sexpectations and you get a free PDF that will help make your bedtime more fun. <laughs> bedtime. Yes. <laughs> it's great. And so go download it. It's in the show notes. So we've just given you guys some practical tips for when and where to have sex when you're a busy couple. Don't neglect it. God wants you to have sex no matter what season you're in. And it might look different from season to season. But we love you guys. Ask a question if you have a question. Go email us or you can ask it on the speak pipe. We look forward to connecting with you guys. Go have fun.